0: Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. And after you finish this episode, please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using to listen. In this episode, I spoke with Tiffany Pollard, Risk Services Practice Leader at William Vaughn Company, about how to protect your business from COVID-19 phishing scams. We discussed how scammers take advantage of businesses during the pandemic, how companies handle the aftermath once they've realized they've been attacked, red flags to look out for, and so much more. Here's what she had to say.
1: Scammers are so agile when it comes to how to capitalize and make the money that they're doing with regards to this pandemic. So for instance, We're seeing scammers capitalizing on the concerns of COVID and getting the information of COVID, whether it's the um, dashboards that we want to see, the metrics for who's testing positive, but creating a phishing content that's specific to that fear and sending that to you in a fashion that you're going to want to click and find out that information without necessarily verifying the sender or where that content's coming from, or where that link is taking you. So scammers are very good at recognizing new fear and the fast paced nature that this world is is currently living through. And another piece that we're seeing is specific to the economic injury and disaster loans. So we're hearing from companies in our area and in the market in general that, Fraudulent loans are being taken out in companies' names. And they're not finding out about this until they're going to pull a new loan, or their bank and in the banking institution is currently going through and assessing what liabilities they have outstanding.
0: That's interesting. That's something that I've not heard before. Are you hearing how they're handling this? Like, what, what would they do next?
1: Well, one thing we're doing here at William Vaughn is we're sending out a notification or an article to all of our clients and the general population on what you could be doing to one, prepare yourself for if this were to happen to you and what to do reactively. So one thing that we're suggesting to companies and individuals is, you know, make sure that you have monitoring of your credit. For your business and for you as an individual and you can set that up with any of the three major credit reporting bureaus also make sure you're working with your banking institution making sure that you're taking advantage of what security monitoring and transactional fraud assessments that they have that they can then notify you when something like this were to occur you can also make sure you have your cyber insurance together identity theft insurance together things that can be Um, one, proactive for you to make sure that you have those plans in place that if this were to happen, you have coverage, but also reactive so they can help you through this because it's a very stressful thing to occur. And you wanna make sure that you have a good plan in place so that way you're not reacting in fear, but reacting in confidence that you've planned for something like this that could happen and you're doing the things that you need to be, um, one, securing yourself, in your finances, but also your businesses. And another thing that we're recommending to be done is that if this were to happen to you, that you make sure you have a security assessment done of your IT infrastructure. And the reason we're suggesting that is, you know, you've had now a financial compromise, and we don't want you to have also a business compromise on your IT systems that, let's say, one of your credentials were also compromised, and that's why this fraud occurred. So making sure that that then doesn't lead into additional security threats for your company, you know, we want to make sure you're covering all bases.
0: Absolutely. And I think that you definitely touched on some of them just now, Tiffany, but are there any other, you know, red flags that an organization should look out for when um, dealing with this kind of stuff, you know, anything that should set off alarm bells for them?
1: Absolutely. So specific to the EIDL loans, um, we're not at the point yet where you're going to get necessarily late notices for payments on outstanding debt that you did not know of, but those are things that you'll want to check for your credit reports and monitoring of those reports. But of course, phishing is still something that is ever so prevalent. So you should be watching for those emails that you just don't recognize or were not expecting Um, We're having so much more communication via emails or texts. So instead of being able to walk down the hall and talk to one of your team members and verify content or just talk through content face-to-face, we're now doing a lot of emails. So making sure that if you receive an attachment and were you expecting that attachment, is the email chain and the domain that you're being sent from a valid domain? Is it somebody you were expecting a content from an attachment to open? And if you weren't, it, it doesn't hurt to just call up and verify. Um, I always say trust but verify because you don't want to be on the receiving end of a malware or something of the credential being compromised, which then turns into something, you know, more concerning when you have to deal with um, data being uh, compromised and making sure that, you know, you're being secure. I think anybody would say that they would appreciate a call to verify.
0: And you just mentioning, you know, obviously are the way people communicate now, it's a lot virtual than before when you were in the office, which makes me curious, is are you hearing anything um, in regards to Zoom? And you know these like video meetings and and how the increased use of this technology is impacting these scams.
1: We it at the very beginning with Zoom in regards to people getting onto Zoom calls that were not supposed to be on there. So whether they're being disruptive and making a scene or of course you want to be cognizant of the fact that you're conducting business now virtually and you don't need to have people listening into things that they should not be aware of or have a need to know so zoom initially was a concern from that fashion now that passwords have been added onto zoom meetings that has been remediated to a good point um, but we're also seeing cyber criminals take advantage of this from a phishing content so you may receive a Zoom link that you're expecting to get on for a Zoom call, but maybe that was a malicious link that was sent to you, and you're just quickly looking through your emails, you see the Zoom invite, you quickly click on that link, and now all of a sudden you have malware on your computer. So, I take this back to that trust, but verify, um, be mindful with what you're clicking, checking the link to make sure by hovering over it, where is it going to take you, just so that way you're not accidentally clicking on that fake Zoom link and then getting that content that's more malicious that you otherwise obviously were not looking for.
0: And I'm curious, what are you hearing from your clients? Are they telling you that they're experiencing and seeing these things or is this something that they've, you know, heard about but hasn't really impacted them yet?
1: No. So unfortunately, we are hearing things um, within our community. It's the unfortunate world that we live in, um, especially with that EIDL loan instance I gave earlier, that fraudulent activity is occurring. It's, It's really unfortunate. Cyber criminals, they make good money when it comes to this. And we're seeing that in recent reports that said, you know, back in 2015, I think they were making close to $3 trillion worldwide when it comes to their estimated revenues, and we're expecting that to grow to around six trillion by twenty twenty one. So, so long as cyber criminals have a profitable organization or they're meeting the agenda that they're working towards, um, we're going to continue to see this risk within our community and, of course, worldwide.
0: And do you think? now that we you know it's not it's not april it's not may um we're a a good bit into this pandemic that most business owners are kind of at least aware of these scams and kind of know hey like i should probably look out for this stuff or do you think for a lot of them it's still like oh my gosh i had no idea about this
1: so i think it's a combination of the two um fishing has really been vocalized at different industry meetings we hear across different industry groups um, i know there's been a big push as we've been virtual for companies to start training their individuals for phishing. but i think as cyber criminals recognize the fast-paced nature that we're working through right now um, different concerns different risks will continue to evolve so you know whether it's the eidl right now that we're seeing or potentially another grant or loan being taken advantage of, um, I think we will continue to see that fishing needs to be trained for, and there are definitely programs that can assist with this, but at the same time, being aware of the risks for your industry and monitoring those different contents will be so important as we continue to navigate this.
0: And I know earlier, Tiffany, we talked about red flags, but would you say there's anything else, you know, business owners can do to kind of avoid maybe these scammers even, you know, reaching out to them?
1: I mean, definitely train, train for this to happen. Make sure you're doing your fish trainings. Uh, Make sure you have security plans in place um, and best practices that you can train your employees on making sure you have the right tone at the top to ensure that um, the controls that we have in place within our business are known. And one thing that I I highly recommend is you are expected to make sure you have certain security parameters in place as you work, but also if you practice that from a personal level, so making sure you have two-factor authentication on just your personal email or making sure that you've got your router set up at home with appropriate security parameters. and If you don't know how to do that, ask for help to make sure you do because I really highly suggest that while we work so hard to be secure as individuals at our companies, if you translate that to your personal life as well, it only solidifies the fact that you recognize security as a risk and you recognize the risks that we live in from a virtual world, and you really harden those skills and those um, security frameworks that you know, we push so hard from a security perspective, you know, home and in work life.
0: And I love how you you phrase that, you know, like recognizing risk, because earlier when you were mentioning that a lot of these scammers right now are kind of playing on people's fears, a fear that so many people have with the pandemic. You think, oh man, it's like hard not to kind of, um, not to get taken advantage of because a lot of people are fearful of these things. But I love that perspective of recognizing risk and i think it it brings in some it makes you feel at least like more in control of the situation
1: absolutely trust but verify be mindful when it comes to the work that you're doing we are such a by nature you know wanting to help one another and respond quickly because you want to make sure everything keeps moving as we adjust to this world right now and and how we're working and where we're working from but you know, slow down, take the time to you know, verify a sender, look at the links, um, make sure you have the different alerts and notifications from your credit score or reporting um, venues, whether it's from your bank, just to make sure you can do the best that you can do because that's just what we can do right now, the best that you can do.
0: And do you think that these type of, you know, pandemic related scams, like we just talked about playing on people's fears um, about COVID will become more common as the pandemic continues to go on?
1: I do. It's an unfortunate thing, but I do think it will continue in one fashion or another, whether it's new phishing tactics based on new content that's coming out to push the fear, or if it's new grants, new loans, new programs um, being sit, um, sent out from whether it's state or federal governments, it'll be just different ways for those fraudsters to continue to look for ways to exploit them.
0: And do you think that you know over the next few months that this type of activity will evolve into something else? Or do you think we'll continue to see Um, it done in the fashion that you and I have been talking about?
1: Well, I think that's a really great thing to look at is what's coming up. And of course we're speaking to about the businesses, grants, loans, and fishing, but something else is coming up here soon. And that's the holidays. And we are going to probably see a lot of people do a lot more online shopping. So to spin this a little bit for the individual, making sure that you are not saving your credit card information in your browser and using that then to make purchases and potentially lose that financial information if your browser is compromised. So I think we're gonna see a lot of um, upcoming fraud risks or risks of just the scammers taking advantage of these holiday seasons coming up and us being so much more data-driven and online shopping, but of course with the grants, the loans, the different programs that'll be coming out from state and federal governments, you'll see scammers take advantage of that. So long as there's a will, there's a way. I think it's working towards a stronger framework for you as a company. Make sure you've taken the time to define your policies, your procedures, your expectations of your employees, the way they work, whether it's remote or in the office, and having that communication and dialogue and training. Because the more you train your employees, and also if you're in a position where you can consult on that stuff, you know, assisting other companies in that fashion that you know, can continue to harden that security and that posture that you have from a cyber perspective, it's, it's so important and definitely shouldn't be overlooked.
0: Thank you to Tiffany for taking the time to speak with us more about how scammers are taking advantage of the pandemic and what businesses can do to protect themselves. And if you're looking to learn more about cyber attacks and how you can best prepare for them, you can attend the December 17th virtual town hall, where we'll talk about the evolving cyber world and what changes will stick around. Register at ohiocpa.com townhall. Let me know what you thought of the episode at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using. We love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.